Good afternoon to everyone in the oh, family. One second. One second. If you possess the fire. Welcome to Bible Study with the VWE Ministerial Team. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved. Sit back and listen and learn and be blessed. Thank you for joining us. Well, good evening, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Bible Study from BWE. It is indeed our honor again, once again, to have our beloved overseer, Dr. Oscar Dowdell Underwood, with us. Um, He's such a blessing to BWE and to the world. How are you doing, Dr. Underwood? I'm doing great, my sister. It's wonderful. It's good to be with the family again tonight. Well, we're excited to have you as always, and we're looking for a word from the Lord, um, an hour of hope. But before we get started, we just want to talk about um, the blessing that that we have of being able to go back to school, continue our education at Cornerstone Christian Bible College, which is very unique uh, international Bible college. Can you just talk a little bit about that opportunity? Yes, uh, Cornerstone Bible College um, that is referred to and and widely known as CCBC, uh, where other colleges promise uh, a degree from its inception, Cornerstone Bible College, CCBC, uh, is focused on um, the the, uh, pursuit of destiny. And um, it's biblically plethora of of degrees and, and certification that many people around the nation and around the world have been blessed to receive. And as you said earlier, it is internationally accredited, and it's, it really uh, is in the midst of expanding worldwide to really, really touch the hearts of nations and to prepare God's people, uh, especially um, uh, in foreign places, third world countries, and, and even different parts of Europe uh, and South America to uh, be positioned uh, to walk in the fullness of what God has created them to do. And so we're excited about that. Uh, Enrollment opens uh, the same day that commencement 2017 is held, and I'm looking forward uh, to uh, seeing you, Dr. King, uh, at commencement 2017 uh, as you receive your honorary doctorate and also uh, as you um, join the other several other of the BWE and BME family who will be be in Fort Wayne at the Destiny Film Embassy to receive their their certificates of uh, certification and chaplaincy and and other areas. You all have worked so hard, and um, not only as your overseer, but as as a president of the college and as uh, a 44-year-plus educator, I I know excellence. when I see it, I am so very, very proud of BWE and how and how how all the members who are part of CCBC just really, really just 
stretched and grew and gave God nothing but excellence. And it's going to be wonderful to celebrate uh, you all that day. Our guest speaker is uh, Dr. Matthew Knowles, um, the uh, renowned um, father of Beyonce and Solange, and uh, just a great speaker and author and, and uh, developer of human potential himself. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful day. And next year and years uh, to come, uh, the world is going to be blessed through people like yourself and others like uh, Dr. Knowles and Dr. A.C. Green uh, and others who have uh, come through the Bible College and received um, or honorary doctorates through the Bible College. It's an amazing, amazing place that only God's grace could have created. And we're excited about, about next year and about the new students that, 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 will, that, will, that will come on board. Well, I'm excited, too, and i just honored to be getting my honorary doctorate. And the chaplain certificate course, course has been amazing. When I say that um, my peers, we, we talk about the assignments, and each, each week we just look forward to, uh, with excitement at the teaching. Um, it is so profound, um, not like any other school that I've ever gone to, so I do encourage our listeners, if you're thinking about continuing your education, um, the, the prices are very reasonable. You can do it from anywhere in the world, not just the United States, because uh, we have online classes. You can get associate's, master's, um, excuse me, associate's, uh, bachelor's, master's, and Ph.D. and certificates uh, in chaplaincy. Is that correct? Absolutely, and and there there are other certificates um, uh, also offered. If they go to ccbc.org, uh, the uh, 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 catalog is there that outlines um, all of those various uh, uh, degrees and cert- certification. Again, that is going to position them um, mentally, intellectually, us uh, uh, emotionally attitudinally and just in every spiritually certainly and every area of their lives is going to put them in that place where they just know okay i'm now able to get on the path of destiny so many people go through life and never ever discover meaning they give a lot but they never discover the fact that not only did god place them here in order to make a difference in other people's lives but as as they give out it's reciprocal when you're in, in dealing with destiny, as you give out of, of the grace that God has given you, God has grace there, um, even coming through others, and even in your just around you, and certainly working in you, to, 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 to give back to you. And it's called fulfillment. And there's nothing like, like, like knowing that you are living a purposed life. You're not just putting in time. You're not, you're, you're not just going through the motions. You're not just another day or let me do my best. And I just give out of all that you've got. And then, then you die. Um, and you, you, we leave here empty, but we should leave here fulfilled. God wants us fulfilled. And it, and, and it's, and I, 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 I speak to the hearts of those who have sacrificed so much for, for others. If you're still here, it's because God's not finished with you. There is still mm-hmm. something for all of us to do, and he has chosen knowledge and information for transformation. We have to transform 
into the life that God ordained for us. Romans 12 and 1 and 2, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might know what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God for your life. We understand what destiny is, what God has chosen for us, what our purpose is, as we allow God to transform us through the renewal of our mind. And and that's the beautiful thing about uh, uh, post-secondary institutions like CCBC. God is not left outside of the classroom. Not all, he, he, he's at the center. Christ is at the center of every course that is taught. And that's what makes it come alive because the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. And, 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 and just like you're talking about the beautiful thing, thing with um, chaplaincy program, it, it was more than just information. It was knowledge that also opened the door to wisdom. And wisdom then comes from God, gives us the ability to apply what we've learned, apply what we know in order to be, do, have, and make the difference that we were created to make. And that's what CCBC is about. And um, I'm so excited and so honored that God allowed uh, my family at BWE to, 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 to be part of that this year and, and also in the future. It, it is really awesome that, you know, when, when BWE was started, God gave me the vision of empowering people um, spiritually, professionally, and personally. So as you continue your walk with God and getting to know him, you, you still are increasing your skills in, in every area that will not only help you with your spiritual walk, but it will help you professionally as you get your advanced degrees. This is an opportunity that, I mean, you, you really cannot afford to miss, as I see it, um, if you want to be who God has called you to be. Absolutely, I agree with you. You know, I'm thinking about um, the uh, doctorate that Dr. Uh, Knowles received last year. He, and he, he, he told everyone when he, was, when he received his doctorate last year uh, in uh, global leadership and organizational, organizational uh, culture, uh, that, that was some of the, hard, some of the hardest uh, work that he had ever done in his life. And, but it was fulfilling. And uh, he, he had done remarkable things before, and God is using him to do even more remarkable things now. And it, it, it's just what it, what it does for, 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 for future students and even for, for myself as, as a founder, and I've devoted my whole life to education at every level from, from the cradle all the way up to, you know, to, to senior citizens. You know, um, I've been in education from elementary through post-secondary education and my, my degrees and those of my staff, you know, certify us to do what we do. But the biggest certification is that we are, that the institution is spirit-filled and that it is committed to developing God's people for the assignment that caused grace and to sustain them. And, and it, 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 there's never been a, a more crucial time than now for the church to, to, and for humanity, period, to discover its, its genuine divine purpose. Why am I here? Why have I survived? Why has God's grace brought me through so many things that otherwise I could not have, have, have come through? What God, what do you want? It's called purpose. 
It's called purpose, and nothing fulfills like the purpose for which we were created. And God has a clear path by which uh, purpose is uh, purpose unfolds uh, in our lives. And um, the, um, the Bible College, CCBC, is one of those way stations in the earth where God's people who come who have so much potential, but uh, most a lot of cases um, they they they've done everything else in life, jobs and everything else, and even different professions, and it's kind of like trying on different shoes, but they never found the one that quite fit. But mm-hmm. through going through uh, the process of transformation, they discover, yeah, this is it. This is what he had in mind for me all the time. And there's nothing like that. And there's nothing like, nothing like the peace, which is we're going to talk about tonight. There's nothing like the peace that comes with purpose when you know, okay, Lord, this is what you wanted. And I yield and I submit. And it, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful, amazing experience. And um, I look forward to uh, the, the many, many other years starting and starting the next school year that more and more people in, in, in this world will, will, will get to experience that. I, I, you know, um, Dr. Uh, King, just like yourself, we've been, we've been blessed to get all kinds of degrees from, from uh, many universities, but there's something about one that where God, the one who created you is also able to train and develop you where you, where you can be in any course and all of a sudden you you see him and you sense his presence in you and you 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 get the revelation oh wow and that, that where, where it would have been just a fact and all of a sudden it's a revelation and it and and it and it quickens in your spirit and causes you to walk differently in your now and all of a sudden your future and your 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 is not something in your that that's 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 in a distant place from you as you as you get the understanding the awareness your future begins to enter your now, and it and it just brings radical change to see God's grace working in amazing ways such as that. The same grace that saved us also trains us for righteousness, uh, as Titus said in the book of Titus. And, it, and and part of that training, righteousness, we are declared righteous in Christ by grace through faith, but we were made righteous for a purpose. Not for us to boast, but for us to fulfill the purpose and the plan of God. That divine alignment had to take place. Christ prayed, thy will be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As we're known, First Corinthians 13, in heaven, God wants us to, to be also known here. And it's time for us to know ourselves, authentic us, as, 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 as the people that God knew when he, when he, when he created purpose and, and destined us. You know, to glorify him and leave this world so incredibly um, better and, and to make a, an incredible difference in the lives of others so that when we're gone, yet their lives are, ha- have been enriched because of the grace that God gave us. And, and one of the things, um, you know, I found so amazing about um, CCBI, uh, did I say that right? Yes, uh-huh. CCBI, right? Um, is yes. that God? God chose you, and you know, 
when I first met you, I really just thought it was just me that thought that God he had just placed such an anointing and and i I really mean this seriously anointing and a gift to reach people but when when you came on as our overseer, I found that everyone that you met. Even the ones that you met when you came to Greensboro, everybody is so drawn to you because of what God has placed in you to give to the people. You are one of the most awesome teachers that I've ever sat under, and it's just it's just amazing. I'm 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 really serious. It's just amazing. Everybody, and I saw it even at the conference, um, the Deep Wells conference. God has given you so much to give to the world. And so that's why BWE is so excited to be able to make this online uh, college available to the world. We just, you know, we pray that the right ones will take advantage of it, and we know that we will. they will because God makes no mistakes, and he will, the right people will come. But the, the prices are reasonable. We have, we have it on our fan page. You can click right on the link and get all the information there. We also did a little video yesterday about it. So we want to encourage you again to consider, if you're going back to school, consider um, this opportunity um, to advance your knowledge of the kingdom and to be able to pour into the lives of many people. So we thank you, Dr. Underwood. And I just wanted to get that out the way. I know that everybody's waiting to hear from you, so I'm going to be quiet and and let you bring what God has. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Dr. King. You know, you, you, you encourage me. You're such an encourager. Um, that is so important. But I, I praise God for the grace that he's given you that, cause, um, that causes BWE and all of its affiliates to be so blessed with such incredible leaders and uh, and people that 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 are making a difference in the world. It's an honor, one of the greatest honors of my life, to be connected with my family, BWE family. Uh, it's it is wonderful, and um, I, I can't wait for 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 my family here in Fort Wayne. Uh, as far as the church families, uh, uh, DDE at Colty as a host commencement this year, and they finally get to meet you and meet some of, some, some of the other um, uh, spiritual children that God has allowed me the honor of, of, of being able to develop. That's what oversight is. It's not about, it's not about um, uh, lording, you know, credentials and, and authority and all of, the, all of that stuff over people. It's about, okay, what sacrifice are you willing to make in order for, for God's will to be done? And 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 this individual or these people's lives, that, that and and it's 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 all servanthood, and and that's the heart of Christ, and and that's what we're about, and um, wow. I'm just honored. I booked so my tonight, flight today. I booked my flight and um my and my hotel. Just so you know, I'm all ready. <laughs> uh, uh, we're and we're ready. We're ready. Can't wait. You know, tonight uh, we're going to talk for um for the time that we've got about. Uh, the necessity, the necessity of, of of flowing and operating in the peace of God, in the peace of God. I, 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 a lot of times, beloved um, family, and all that are listening tonight, 
we hear the word peace and we hear scriptures uh, such as um, the mind that is stayed on God, he keeps in perfect peace. And it sounds wonderful. But I think tonight the Holy Spirit wants to challenge us and to understanding not only is peace an amazing, wonderful uh, entity, uh, it, 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 is, it, is, it is part of the grace of, of Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is grace himself, the personification of grace. But not only is peace good, peace is necessary. Peace is necessary. And in a world where, where the, that's going to be more and more um, uh, separated from peace, and, and we'll scramble here and there and run to and fro. And we'll try all kinds of things, even at a younger and younger age, trying to find the peace that will elude them. It is a blessing to know that peace is a commodity of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 14.33 says, God is not the author confusion, but of peace in the church. Now, the church is 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 what is a corporate body, the body of Christ, all believers, but also every individual is a local expression of the church, is a local church, the individual church. So in each believer in order for him or her to fulfill the destiny and express the purpose and reach beyond themselves and beyond their limitations, touch with the, with the touch of Christ and extend to others the same touch that touched them, peace has to be reigning in that believer's life. And one of the ways that you will know that you are called to make an incredible difference for the glory of God is that all kinds of things will battle you for peace. And when those battles come and those struggles come and those, and, 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 and stuff happens in life and seems to, to blindside you know this in his genius and in his faithfulness, God did not place peace outside of you as his child. When you got born again, peace moved in to live in you and in your, your born again spirit. The Holy Spirit who indwells and, and fills you, he, he brought peace in to live in you when he moved in. Peace is always in you, God's peace, and always with you, even when you don't feel peaceful. And that's why in those times you can't give into the struggle. You have to always let the peace of God that is in you rule. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says peace is one of the fruit of the Spirit. And the thing that we have to learn to do as believers 
especially in challenging times like the world is facing now, is to learn how to live out of the fruit that the Holy Spirit placed in us so that we will not be ruled from the outside, but we will rule from the inside and be able to overcome and maximize all the other things that are trying to steal our peace, steal our effectiveness, steal your destiny, and cause you, in many cases, to even be alienated from the life that God purposed and ordained for you, and even to the point where it can even confuse your faith and weaken your anointing. Now, peace is tied to purpose. I want, I, I want us to study something tonight in, um, in Matthew, and I, I just want to read um, Matthew 5, and beginning with verse 21. When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, another dimension of destiny, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Verse 22 then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at Jesus' feet. Verse 23, he pleaded, he pleaded earnestly with him, my little daughter is dying. Please, Jesus, come and put your hands, lay your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. Verse 24, so Jesus went with him, but now he was, he was going with Jairus to Jairus' house to minister to her, to his daughter, but he was intercepted, we know the story, by a woman who had made up her mind that she was not going to live another day with the, with, with, the, with the struggle that was threatening to become her life, the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says in that next verse, verse 24, so Jesus went with him, a large crowd followed and pressed him, verse 25, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Now, she said, if I but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. I'll finally have the peace that I need and and and. And church history denotes that it was only after her faith caused her to move and act and, and position herself in a way to grab the hem of, of his garment, that purple um, thread there where, where, the, where, where the tassels were, that, that, that part where the anointing rests. She reached for that in faith. And the Bible says when she touched him, she knew in herself, in her heart, that she had been healed. And the Bible says Jesus turned around and he asked his disciples, his followers, who touched me? Where is that person? Where is she? Where is the, where is the one that touched me? And they responded to him, how can you ask who touched you when you see this whole bit? Uh, crowd, this mass of people all thronging for you, grabbing at you. But see, many were grabbing, but only one touched. 
See, many people today are grabbing at the life that God has for them, but God wants us to know how to touch it, how to touch him. And it's called by grace. He gives it to us, whatever we've received from him. By grace, his benevolence. His, his, His benevolence. We can't earn it. His goodness given to us at Christ's expense. He gives it to us by grace, but we can only receive it by faith. And faith is what pleases God. And faith works by love. We got to know, you got to know, beloved, that God loves you no matter what you're going through. It, it ministers to your peace. Don't be looking for reasons for as to why God should be angry at you. Jesus has paid the sin debt once and for all. God is not angry at you. God wants to do you good, Jeremiah 29 and 11. His plans for you are good, for your welfare to give you hope, and to give you the future that he purposed and ordained. He wants you to know that he loves you unconditionally, lavishly loves you. He wants to love you through all the stuff that's not you. He wants to love you through every struggle that you know that you can't handle without him. He wants to love you through your good days and love you through your bad days. And his love in the end will make the difference in your life. His love will change you. His love will take from you the things that used to that, 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 that you that you used to depend on because you didn't know. You had not tasted his love. Bring you to a place where, where all you want is him. And all you desire and you pan after is more and more of him. And all you desire from, from the from the core of your heart is to do his will and his ultimate will and plan for your life is that purpose that created you for which you were created and the destiny for which he will get maximum glory as you fulfill, as you are the answer to so many other people's prayers. And as the solutions that Gracie's placed in you is able to be released in, in others' lives and they know him in a way that they would have never known him had he not come through the scripture that was fleshed out in you. Listen to that again. The word was made flesh. Had he not come through the word of God that was fleshed out in you. Life doesn't, doesn't really begin to be meaningful until you begin to walk in purpose. And you'll never, ever, ever understand purpose until you find you begin to understand that he plays purpose in you, but it's fulfilled and expressed. Destiny's Destiny's fulfilled as you reach and live beyond you. As you understand that you are you are you, you, you are the personification of the grace of God at work in Christ, Christ walking through you, touching through you, loving through you, encouraging through you, helping through you. He brought you out to take you in. He didn't allow the things that you've gone through to take you out because he knew that, that your latter would be, your, would, would be greater than your former and that what remained in you and remained for you was worth you, was worth him bringing you through. And you don't come out the way you were. You come out better. You come out wiser. You come out stronger. You come out more grateful. And you also come out more anointed and more determined to do what God has preserved you alive to do and ultimately to make that difference for which Christ saved you, created you, preserved you, 
graced you, filled you with himself, his precious spirit, and 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 sending you to the to the to answer the cries of nations and are hurting in a confused world. So this woman was hurting. She didn't have peace. She'd been bleeding for twelve years. The law said, and the Levitical law, she she could have been stoned for in that condition to even be out in public. But there are times when you know that only Jesus can help you, that you're going to have to understand that you're not under the law. The the purpose of the law, the strength of the law, the strength of the law is sin. It's the fact that you can't do it without his grace, which is what strengthens the sin and, and makes the sin greater because the law demands that you do what you can't do. The purpose of the law is to bring you to the end of your own efforts so that you cry out, Lord, I cannot do this without you. And he said, I've been waiting for you to realize that. That's why Jesus says, that's why I came to pay the ultimate price for your liberty and your freedom to be able to be who my father ordained you be. And, and, and in the book of Romans, it says that sin shall not have dominion over you when you're really, really under and living in grace. When you are aware of the goodness of the Lord that, it, that, 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 that is at work in your life, when you are aware of, of, of the unmerited favor of God, the empowerment of God, the power of God to do for you what you can't do, how grace comes in and does a renovation, and, a, and, and not only does he, does he redecorate your life, he, he will come in and he will reconstruct our lives. And sometimes he even builds a whole life all over again and causes you to be something that you didn't even know you were as the real you begins to emerge. This woman had been suffering for 12 years and had no peace, but had a destiny that was waiting on her that she could not fulfill because, because the bleeding, her, her physical condition was robbing her also of her peace. And watch this. And doctors say, medical science says, most diseases are, 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 are the result of stress. So the fact that she was depleted of peace strengthened the disease, and the disease was, was taking even more and more of her peace. It was a never-ending cycle of disaster and hopelessness. But she had heard somebody brought her the word about Jesus and that he was so loving and kind, so gracious and so good even to sinners. And she heard about him and the Bible says, she said, if I but touch the hem of this garment, I shall be made whole. She touched. Jesus turned around and said, who touched me? And they said, we, we can't tell. Everybody's thronging at you. He said, no, but somebody can touch me because virtue, power, the anointing has gone out of me. And she, knowing what had been done in her, he turned around and looked at the woman, and she, knowing what had been done in her, he looked at her and said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Your faith now has made you whole. You can, you got your peace back. You got your peace. And she went from there. And early church history tells, 
gives her name. Her name was Veronica. And she went from there working out, living out of that peace that Christ had placed in her when she made that withdrawal. Healed from the inside out. And she went from there and fulfilled her destiny. She was known in church history as, 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 as Veronica. And she had these handkerchiefs that were called Veronica's that she would pass out to God's people, to hurting people, and all kinds of healings. We, we know about the, the healings that took place through handkerchiefs, the Bible talks about in the Bible, and, and, and through Paul and, 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 and others, other, uh, others that God w- was using. But she passed out Veronica's in memory and in tribute of the fact that Christ had freed her and it restored her peace so that she could go on and finish her purpose. I'm praying tonight that somewhere and someone, it might be several, but I know it's at least one, that had come to a place where confusion was your companion and drama was your life. And you didn't know how in the world you were going to be able to escape it. And even to the point where the devil will lie to you, the enemy will lie to you and tell you the reason why you like this is because God doesn't want you to have peace or because of the fact that there's nothing that can happen to be able to change this, but it can be changed. Your purpose needs God's peace. This is Jubilee, the 50th year, biblically, the biblical 50th year. Leviticus 25 and 10, when God says, look, listen, I'm freeing you inside out of anything that is preventing you from being who I created you to be and doing and fulfilling what I created you and purposed you to do. And this conversation tonight about the peace of God, the peace of God that your purpose and your destiny needs you to embrace and to refuse to ever part with, even though his peace, according to Galatians 5, 22, being the fruit of the Spirit is always in you, most believers do not live out of that peace. The peace is resting in us, but when trials and tragedies and traumas and challenges come, the, the, the screams of, and, and, uh, of, of the circumstances will often try to drown out the peace, the assurance of the peace. And I pray that it will not be like that after our session tonight ends, that you'll, that you'll, you'll, you'll leave this Monday night Bible study and this blessed, blessed ministry, BWE and, and BME and others, and you'll know God wants me to have peace. Jesus paid for my peace. It's part of the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. And it's not just a good thing. It's a necessary thing. I need the grace of his peace so that I can finish what he has called me to do. Isn't it interesting, beloved, that even even in in natural history, whether it's a world history uh, or, or, or American history or, or other history. Isn't it interesting that 
It never, ever fails. The greatest human contributions, the greatest human inventions were never, ever discovered and uncovered except in times of great peace. In times of war and warfare, humanity is, is on, a, on, on, on a preset protective mode, defensive mode. But in times of great peace, the, the deepest dimensions of human creativity surface. In the times of great peace, the greatest advancement is, 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 is made in, 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 in human civilization. Now, personal advancement is what destiny is all about. Little by little, step by step, season by season, after every challenge, God answers, as you promised Noah, rainbow, peace. And during that times of peace, God says, now produce, produce, be fruitful, be fruitful, produce, 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 produce out of the potential that I give you, produce. I want you to know God wants you, wants you and me. He wants his people to have peace. Jesus is the prince of peace. You can't have real peace without coming under his rule. He's a prince of peace. He rules peace, and peace rules your destiny. Peace rules purpose. Without it, the authentic you will never be able to release and produce what God placed. We see what, what, what Jesus did for the one of Israel's blood. 12 years, 12, the number of testimony. And she was, her peace was gone. And she suffered, suffered endlessly. When touched, peace back. Next thing you know, Veronica now, her name, church history, walking in her purpose, reaching beyond herself, making life better for others. Now, let's pick up in verse 20, verse 35. At the end of his, 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 his conference with the woman with the issue of blood, verse 25, Mark 5, verse 35, while Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler, and said, your daughter is now dead. Your little 12-year-old girl is dead. While Jesus was healing the woman with 12 years of bleeding, your 12-year-old daughter died. Listen to God. And they said, why bother teacher anymore? Jesus doesn't need to come now. Your daughter is dead. Verse 36, overhearing what they said, Jesus told him, don't be afraid. Just believe. Just believe. Just believe. Faith will unlock your peace. The peace of God that passes all understanding. That no matter how terrible it looks, and you can't see any answer. You can't see any breakthroughs. You don't know how you're going to get out of it. But God says, believe. He whispers and says, believe. Have faith. And all of a sudden, his peace 
begins to manifest. You, you begin to live out of the peace in you, begins to surface and overpower your, your circumstance. Surface and begin to overpower your circumstance. The Prince of Peace. 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 Remember the storm? Jesus was in the hinder part of the boat, and the, and the disciples thought they were going to drown. The boat was going to capsize. Water was filling the boat, and Jesus was in the stern of the ships, resting. Peace. He's the Prince of Peace. And they, they, they woke him, and they said, Master, 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 carest thou not that we perish? And he got up, the Bible says, and he spoke to the wind, instructed the wind, disciplined the storm, and said, peace, be still. That's what he's doing right now. Glory, 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 glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. That's what he's doing right now. I sent my word, my word healed you, delivered you from all of your destructions. Peace, the Prince of Peace is speaking peace in your body, peace in your family, peace in your children, peace in your finances, peace in your dreams, peace in the struggle. Psalms 46 and 10, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It says, be still and know that I am God. Mm. Thank you for the believer's peace. Thank you, sir, that you didn't leave your people comfortless. You said, I will send you a helper. Holy Spirit. And he ministers to the peace that is in your born-again spirit. So they're telling, they're telling Jairus, don't, you, don't need, you, don't, you, don't, you don't need to bring Jesus to the house now. Your little girl is dead. But Jesus, verse 36, overhearing what they said, told Jairus, don't be afraid. Just believe. All you need to do now is just believe. Because when peace is there, the miracle is going to show up. Sometimes he'll go ahead and release the miracle. Yes, you can have the peace. But then you got to, you, you, your peace that's in you begins to surface. Don't let anybody steal your peace. Don't let the, when the car stops working, don't watch this. You may be without the car for a minute, but you don't have to be without your peace. I mean, you go through seasons, but the peace of God is in you. It's part of the fruit, one of the fruit of the spirit of God, because God knew you needed to feed off of it in order for you to survive this crazy world, in order for you to be who he said you were, you, you are, and for you to do what he created you to do. And for you to touch those who so desperately needs the touch that he that he gave you that he, when he touched you, as he touches through you to touch them. Verse thirty-seven. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion, drama, drama. Drama, no peace there, no girl dead, and all the all the wailers are in the house. And in those days, they would hire mourners to come and cry. But he wasn't coming in order to just visit her. He was coming because of Jairus's faith and because of this little girl's destiny that had not been fulfilled. He was coming to resurrect her. 
He was coming to bring her back to life in order for her to finish the purpose for which Daddy God had created her. Verse 38, when Jesus and Jairus and his, and his disciples came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. Verse 39, Jesus went in and said to them, why all this drama, all this commotion? In other words, where's peace at? Why all of this confusion and wailing? And then look what he says. The child is not dead, but asleep. And verse 40 says, but they laughed at him. They laughed at him. But look how you, look at the rest of verse 40. Verse 41, but after he put them out, look at that verse. Jesus responds to the, to the confusion and, and, and the drama because he knew what it was there for. That's why it's in every child of God's life. That's why it's, it's, that's why it's in the lives of humanity who don't even know they have purpose and destinies, who have not yet come under the rulership of the Prince of Peace, under the ministry and the lordship of the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. The enemy wants life stuff wants to steal your deposit, steal their deposit. But Jesus' response to the drama was, look, I don't have to put up with you. I'm putting you out of here. I came to restore this child so that this child can finish her purpose. And that same power, he left an example for us, that same Christ, the resurrection power in Christ, that Christ, that Christ, Christ is a resurrection, is available and resident in the believer. He's saying to you tonight, no matter how bad your situation looks or how long you've been in it, put the authority in you, the peace is in you, and he's giving you the authority in him to put that drama out of your life. You're not doing God a favor by tolerating drama that's stealing your peace and therefore compromising the the. the, 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 the Fulfillment of your destiny and your purpose. He, verse 41 says, they laughed at him. He didn't argue with them because he knew his authority. You don't have to argue, you have to plead, you don't have to beg for anybody and anything to have to change in order for you to have peace. Notice, peace is Galatians 5, 23, a fruit of the Spirit. It's in you, in your spirit. You don't, it, it has nothing to do with what's going on outside of you. It doesn't have nothing to do with whether or not people are speaking well about you or liking you or want to cooperate with, cooperate, with, cooperate with you or help you. It would be nice if they chose to do those things, but the bottom line is you've got an assignment to fulfill. And you've got God on the inside of you, and his peace is resident in you. The Prince of Peace rules your world. You are his child, blood-bought child of God. And you don't need nothing outside of you to change. You don't need nothing to change outside of you. Nice that the doctor changes his, 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 his uh, uh, word concerning you, his diagnosis. But if you but if you believe, choose to believe God, 
Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence, the manifestation, the warranty deed for things not seen. And by it, the elders obtained a good report. And faith is what pleases God. And watch this, and nothing's impossible to them who believe. Peace always follow a decision to trust God. The peace is in you, but it comes to the surface in your situation. You can, you can sense his peace rising in your situation. When you said, Lord, I don't, I don't understand this. I don't, know, I don't know how it's going to change. I don't know what to do, but I choose to trust you. And he said, whoever believes in me shall not be ashamed. Jairus trusted Jesus for, for, his, for his, his daughter. And all of this commotion and their paid mourners wailing and wailing loudly. And the child, is, 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 it looks like she's dead. And Jesus says, no, she's just sleeping. And I'm going to wake her up. And they laugh at him. He didn't argue with them or nothing. But the Bible says, listen, loving Jesus, Jesus is love. Compassion to Jesus. He is compassion. Merciful Jesus. Thank God he's merciful. Or we would be all going to hell or in hell. But he turned and he's very, God is intentional. And, and he's very strategic. Jesus did everything. His meat was to do his father's will. And he knew his father's will was that this child finish and fulfill her purpose like it is for your life. So his response was, in love, he put the confusion and the drama and what was stealing the peace in that environment out. The Bible says, after he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. Verse 41, he took her by the hand and said to her, to leave the womb, which means, little girl, I say to you, Get up. Verse 42, immediately the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders, verse 43, not to let anyone know about this and told them. God placed your peace in you by the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. Stop looking outside of yourself for people or things to give it to you. More money is not going to give you the peace you're looking for because it comes and it goes. But God will give you whatever you need for what you have need of right now. And what we always will have need of is more of Jesus, his word, his faith, and his peace because peace is a fruit of the spirit and when it's working in us and we're living out of it as history denotes humanity is wired to be fruitful mean produce abundantly out of the potential that God has placed in us as I wrap up tonight and pray for you I say this to you, in verse 15 of Colossians 3, and let the peace of God, 
rule. And that word rule in the Greek means umpire. When it, in, a, in a baseball game, when an umpire makes a call, that's it. It stands. And that's what that, that word rule in Greek means. And let the peace of God rule where, where, in your hearts, to which you are called. See, you have a calling on your life. Your purpose is in your heart. Your destiny is in your heart. Your calling, your gifts are in you. He said, which you are called one body. We minister to one another. The body ministers to the world. He said, you are called one body. And he says, watch this. Put up your peace, manifestation of your peace, even in the midst of a storm. Be thankful. Be thankful. Because you know Jesus is the prince of peace. He's the ruler of peace. You will live the life that he created you to live. Fulfill the destiny that he created you to fulfill. Give God the glory that he created you to give and touch countless humanity that he empowered you to some way heal. God, we thank you, Holy Father. Lord Jesus, you are so amazing, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the ministry, for the ministry of the purpose and the plan of God in the believer's heart. Father, I pray for these, your precious people now, in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, by your grace, by your grace and your grace alone, that this word, God, encouraged and healed, strengthened, delivered, set free, brought clarity, empowered. Lord, we thank you. Wherever you are out there, and the listening audience, if you want to make sure that you have, have access to his feast, pray this prayer with me, this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I choose you as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sin. Come live in my heart. I make you my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Until we talk the next time, Remember, you are going to make a difference. God bless.